When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour number three, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, we're keeping an eye on some games going to half and we'll see those live uh, halftime adjustments that are made. Uh, certainly West Virginia right now, 24-7 to 7 over Virginia Tech. That's my heart play, not looking very good. We saw last night UCF lose that heartbreaker to Louisville on the uh, pick six for the win. And then uh, it, not good news for Dylan Gabriel. Looks like he's got a, a fractured clavicle. Uh, boy, Wes, that's a, that's a double yeah. whammy here for your UCF backer going forward. Yeah, this from uh, Dylan Gabriel's Twitter account that I just retweeted and uh, mentioned that he fractured his clavicle. No timetable for return for UCF. So obviously a massive loss hmm. one of the best passers pure passers really in all of college football so uh ucf uh did have a a tough loss that looked like they were going to get a win because louisville tip ball intercepted by ucf and then ucf and uh, a ball deflected goes right into the louisville linebackers hands and he returns it all the way for the pick six louisville gets the win 35 to uh, 28 or i believe that was the final yep, score 35, nevertheless uh, louisville not only wins outright but covers as a seven point underdog so a tough loss for ucf here and gus malzahn's first year so now uh, uh another quarterback will there come in go. we'll see probably will be somebody that gus maybe wants to run his system a little bit more because dylan gabriel is not really like a zone read no type of quarterback or an option type of quarterback that Gus Malzahn usually coaches, usually likes that dual threat. Even though Gabriel can run a little bit, he makes his money as a pocket pass. A good call on Louisville last night. We're going to have Scott Seidenberg on later on this hour. He's got a couple plays that might interest you as well before kickoff. Speaking of before kickoff, 
We talked about Purdue and Notre Dame here. Let's see if there's any late line movement here at BetMGM because, look, Notre Dame's been about a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. We do expect a lot of points in this one. But, again, it does feel like a big game for Brian Kelly and company mm-hmm. to kind of get back on the good foot and prove to everybody that they are a top-ten football team in that college football conversation for the playoff if they run the table. Right now they are a solid seven-and-a-half-point favorite. But, again, probably not the best value because right. you, you probably thought earlier in the year – they're 0-2 against the spread here. At some point, we're waiting for Notre Dame to be the fighting Irish. And a big game for Jeff Brom, too, because coming in, he was in a, on a little bit of a hot seat there in West Lafayette. Uh, you know, kind of came in like he kind of knew everything. Yeah. This is from uh, some of my sources in Indiana amongst Purdue. Uh, Might have uh, ticked off a, a few members of the oh. John Purdue Club that he doesn't need to tick off. Uh, oh. Pretty prominent people. So, got sideways with them. So it's like, okay, dude, not making a bowl game or not winning some games. If you win, we can let you be a little bit, uh, be (laughs) a little bit jerky to us. But if you're not winning and Indiana is the program that seemingly in the state has the momentum, at least in the big 10, based on how they've been recruiting lately, you know, you got to show something now so far. It's so good two and oh this year. And uh, Jack Plummer had four TDs last week at UConn. But by the way, UConn getting yeah. absolutely boat raced. Uh, same song, different verse, 42 to six, by the way. Army early third quarter. Army laying 34 and a half to UConn right now ahead of the number. But back to Purdue, Notre Dame. And look, Purdue, I think, has been very solid offensively the first two weeks. Notre Dame is still making an adjustment on that defense. Now running that 3 4 under Marcus Freeman, bringing a lot of blitzes. They're not necessarily getting home as of yet. So this looks like probably the right number. I did lean to Purdue early in the week, but didn't end up pulling the trigger. But where I would likely go with this game is I would likely go over the total because I still think Notre Dame has a little bit of issues defensively. It's currently 58 at BetMGM, some 58 and a halves out there as well. That would be my lean. I did not bet this game, though. Again, you can be obtuse when you win. When you start to lose, you can't be obtuse. People don't like that. But so far, so good for the Boilers. Boiler up right now, getting seven and a half. I'm with you. It feels like the overplay might be the right play if you're going to pick a side in this one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about South Carolina and Georgia. Now, look, South Carolina, it hasn't ex- exactly been pretty, mm-hmm. but so far, not too bad here to begin this season. Now, this is a tall order going up against Georgia. Arguably, you can make the case Georgia has maybe the best defense right now in all of college football. So you understand why. They're going to give 30-and-a-half in this one. South Carolina not exactly doing anything offensively. That's why the posted total here, 47-and-a-half, feels a little bit low. Is there any side that you like here? Can South Carolina figure out a way to muddy this up and keep it close? Yeah, Georgia obviously is priced to the moon, and I, I, I stepped in front of them last week with UAB and got some pretty good line value. It closed about three, three-and-a-half points in my favor, but – all that CLV, all that closing line value <laughs> didn't mean anything because Georgia absolutely ripped Boy. apart UAB. And without JT Daniels, mind you, as the starting quarterback, Stetson right. Bennett, uh, the uh, 5'10 walk-on who started a couple games for Georgia last year and did okay, got him off to a good run, but obviously a drop-off talent standpoint from JT Daniels. And, man, 56-7 to was what they did to uh, UAB last week. Stetson Bennett... 10 of 12 for 288 and five touchdowns last week. But Bennett's also banged up. So what is going to happen with this Georgia Tech or Georgia rather quarterback situation? I couldn't lay this amount of points because, you know, Georgia maybe could play with their B and C effort and still win very comfortably here over South Carolina, who, by the way, is starting a graduate assistant who is a transfer from North Dakota State. 
is now their starting quarterback he was right supposed now. To be coaching. He's supposed yeah. to be on the staff, and now he's the starting quarterback. Absolutely. So South Carolina 2 and 0, but certainly not Eastern Illinois 46 nothing and then had to get a field goal in the final seconds but to came beat back East from Carolina. Down 14-0 against and East they Carolina. did. Yeah. So probably the way I would look to go in this game, I don't want to really lay it, but I don't know if I really want to take it after I got my hand smacked last week <laughs> going against the Georgia Bulldogs, but the only way I could look at this is the under 47 and a half. This just this strikes me almost as like a 31 to 7 type of game just or like a 34 game. to 7 where Georgia doesn't really get going, but South Carolina's defense is not bad. I will say that better on the defensive side of the ball than they are offensively. Only giving up 186 yards on average through two games. Luke Doty also might be back uh in place of the aforementioned graduate assistant. So Small lean, if I had to, if you say, Wes, you got to bet aside, I'd say South Carolina taking the points, but I prefer the under here. There's, there's no way that Kirby Smart has a quarterback controversy. Is there? Because Stetson Benson, uh, Bennett did no. play so well last week, but JT Daniels is the guy. He's the big transfer. He's the guy that they expect to take them to the college football playoff. But because Bennett did play so well, and you mentioned he is a little bit dinged up as well, mm-hmm. what do you do there? Because you're really long-term play. Again, to your point, it feels like they can sleepwalk and beat South Kakalaki today, Yeah, right? They got bigger fish to fry down the road. But what do you do at the quarterback position? And this is probably why, to Wes's point, that if you are leaning one way on this side, you probably lean South Carolina because both these quarterbacks are not 100%. Right. And look, you don't ever like your fans to make your decision for you because if you do that, you're the old cliche, you're sitting right there with them there you go. in the stands. But a lot of Georgia fans are like, hey, go with Bennett. You know, that J- JT Daniels has not won over Bulldog mm. Nation down there in Athens yet. And you kind of solved that uh, first game against Clemson. Not much offense for Georgia, no. but the defense, the defense can carry oh. this team. This is the best defense they have had there in many years, especially that defensive line. I don't know if there's a better defensive line in the country than the Georgia Bulldogs. So I cannot see South Carolina getting very many points here. I can't, you know, if they get double digits, they're doing good, but they're certainly not going to get more than 14 in this one. So under or nothing for me. Got to muddy it up in a rivalry game. Let's see if South Carolina can manage to keep a close getting that 30 and a half. Hey, speaking of rivalries and border wars, uh, Virginia taking on North Carolina today. And again, this is in Virginia, in Charlottesville. Sam Howell, all eyes are going to be on Sam Howell after that clunker mm-hmm. they laid in Blacksburg in week one against Virginia Tech, or was that week zero? I can't keep those straight. Bottom line is Sam Howell's got to play better if UNC is going to be the team that I think people thought they'd be with yeah. Mac Brown and company. Uh, this season. How big a spot is this? It feels like we're going to get a lot of points in this one as well, because both these offenses right now seem to be, you're waiting for UNC to hum along. Virginia's a little bit better than expected. Yeah, and uh, Virginia, I don't think we're used to seeing them kind of like with the next, you know, a pedestrian, solid offense, but certainly not considered, you wouldn't consider the definition explosive. No. But you see this total right now at 66, open 65. Ooh. So a lot of points absolutely uh, expected here. I think Sam Howell, they kind of got right against against Georgia State, you know, a Georgia State team that had been a little bit banged up. And uh, 59-17, Sam Howell, 352 and three touchdowns, also ran for 104 and two touchdowns. But from an offensive talent standpoint, this could be the best team Bronco Mendenhall has down there at Charlottesville. They've outscored the first two opponents, now not world beaters by any stretch, 43-7 plus 291 in the yards uh, per av- game average. Uh, Brennan Armstrong threw for five touchdowns last week. They've covered their first two games by an average of 15 points. So, 
you know, I, I really don't know. I think this is kind of the right number at minus eight. That's where I priced it here. Small lean to the over, but this is one, this is kind of a crossroads game. Is Virginia for real? Yeah. And can North Carolina rebound? Uh, because, look, they're even though they lost that first game, they're not out of it in their division. No. You know, you've got that wheel of destiny, so to speak, in the <laughs> ACC. you got to think Clemson's going to win their division in the Atlantic, and then who's going to win that coastal division? It is still absolutely wide open, and we see Virginia Tech, who's beaten North Carolina, down 24 to 7 to start the second half. Granted, this is not a conference game, no. but certainly can shape the rest of the season. So, North Carolina, you know, sometimes it's that aside out of mind, but I think you're still not sure because of that game last week against an undermanned Georgia State team. I don't know if that's convincing enough to just jump in on the Tar Heels at this standpoint. And I misspoke. The game, of course, is in Chapel Hill today, and hence the, the eight-point spread here for North Carolina. And again, it just feels like that's a lot of points to ask, but you're right, Bronco and that UVA offense, a little bit better than we're used to traditionally from Virginia. And we know that North Carolina, when they are right, can put them up with anybody in the country. So again, that's why you're seeing that total so high at 66. I'm very curious to see what Virginia has. Mm -hmm. Because again... You think of them as a plotting offensive team. It doesn't feel like that's your, your typical uh, offense that you're going to see this year. So points are going to be on the board today down there in Chapel Hill. Can Virginia keep up with North Carolina? And is North Carolina right? Are they back to being who we thought they were? You're right. It's really week two is not a true test of what this North Carolina team can be. This is a huge test today against the Virginia Cavaliers. They've started the third quarter in Miami. Michigan State on the, has the lead there by three, and Oklahoma does have a touchdown, so they're up 14-3 to three right now against Nebraska. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're betting on soccer, VEASAN gets you ready for all the action on the pitch. Every week, the VEASAN soccer experts review the players, matchups, and latest odds to give you their analysis on best bets for every key match. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have... Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back here betting across America, Dave Ross here with you and Wes Reynolds and Wes we play a little game of buy, sell, hold, but we did want to update. Looks like Oklahoma just got a turnover against Nebraska. They're starting to pull away a little bit, and the Bearcats right now making things very interesting against IU, fourteen to ten, and they are on the move there at Indiana. So we'll keep an eye, watchful eye on those games as those in-game odds change. But buy, sell, or hold. I want to start off in the Big Ten with you because you look at some of these teams who are on the rise and who maybe you're already out on. Okay, so for Big Ten uh, football here, Ohio State, minus 275. They've got Tulsa today. I know they've got the out-of-conference loss, but in conference, minus 275, the overwhelming favorite to win the Big Ten. Are you buying, selling, or holding on the Buckeyes? Uh, I would still be holding on on the Buckeyes and and maybe a, a small buy because you look at that schedule. Tulsa and Akron, no problem there, even though Tulsa's gotten a little bit of the money on the opening number, but the first two games in the big 10 after, of course they did beat Minnesota in the opener at Rutgers versus Maryland, those teams starting to upgrade the recruiting, but they don't have the talent here. And then at Indiana and who knows how this is going to end for Indiana, by the way, that game in early third quarter, 14 to 10, Indiana leading Cincinnati still, but Mo has kind of switched toward the Bearcats favor, but nevertheless, still a tough game. Indiana's played this team very tough over the last several years. They got down big last year, nearly made a comeback in Columbus where Michael Penix had almost 500 yards. Oh, how I missed that Michael Penix because (laughs) he is long gone. We are not seeing him today for sure. Already two interceptions, but you get Penn State at home. That's obviously the key game there because we're going to see how good Penn State is. I think that this was kind of a rebound year for Penn State, and you're seeing it so far. But Auburn getting the money, and we'll discuss that game later in the program. I think if that line gets a little bit lower, I'd be interested in Penn State. It looks like there's been buyback in the morning. Then you look at that November schedule, Ohio State's going to be big favorites in both of those games. 
you know, Michigan, maybe they're a little bit better than they've been in recent years, but are they quite Ohio State standard? They certainly haven't been at, at any year during Jim Harbaugh's tenure. So that looks like a pretty clear path for Ohio State. Obviously, anything can happen. It's college football, but I still think that they're the rightful favorite in the Big All right, Ten. so we're going to hold there at minus 275. Let's stay in the Big Ten here, and let's look at Iowa. They've been the revelation, I think, so far across the college football landscape right now, a top-five football team uh, at number five, plus 550. They've got Kent State today. We don't think that's going to be any sort of problem. But when you look at Iowa going forward here, getting that plus money sizable at plus 550, are there any real pitfalls? I know a lot of people thought Iowa State would be a pitfall last week. Didn't happen. Indiana, right? They were a dog early on Mm -hmm. uh, in that week one matchup. They blew out Indiana. You look at it, obviously – there are some pitfalls potentially. At Maryland might not be a, a cakewalk, right? Penn State, we just talked about them, how good they can be. So the schedule at Wisconsin, that's not going to be easy as well. So barring those three, though, if they can get by Penn State, Penn State always seems to be a key to jumping up on these Big Ten schedules. Right. What do you make of that number at plus 550? Are you buying, selling, or holding? I'm still selling on Iowa. I just don't know about their offense. And that's what we've seen, really, the first couple weeks is that The offense hadn't had to be good because you're getting plus five in the turnover margin and three defensive touchdowns through two games. So I I still will be selling them a little bit. I understand why the adjustment, because look, you got to give them respect for those two wins. Those are very good wins over Indiana and also at Iowa State and the Cyhawk rivalry. Iowa finally broke uh, in 2020. Of course, Penn State had a down year. Penn State had beaten Iowa six in a row. But Iowa gets that 41 to 21 win last November in State College, so they did break that streak. But still, that that might be because Penn State's in the middle of that home stand where they've got four home games in a row. This being their second one tonight against Auburn, so pretty much at home for the next month. So they might have momentum going into that road game at Kinnick Stadium on October 9th. Maybe Penn State could be a very small favorite. Mm. It's going to be a, probably be around a pick'em, but. I'm still selling Iowa. I, I think that they're good on the offensive and defensive line. The defense is obviously one of the better ones in the country, but I don't trust Spencer Petras. The running game has just kind of been fairly pedestrian, really, for the first two games. So Iowa is a sell for me. I, I think that's very astute observation there. Because the defense has been so good early on, because they've had the turnovers, we still don't know how good that Iowa offense is. And at some point in that Big Ten schedule, it's going to be tested. Speaking of top 10 teams in the Big Ten, Penn State right now, currently number 10 in the country. Plus 650. Can I intrigue you at 650 here on the Nittany Lions? Because, Wes, again, the schedule's tougher, right? Because, mm-hmm. obviously, when you have uh, Ohio State on, on that schedule, at some point you got to think, what, well, can they really hang yeah. there? But still, it's good value if that defense can travel. It will travel. Right. They've got Auburn today. That's a huge test against a good Auburn football team coming in there to Happy Valley. What do you make of those that odd those odds rather at plus six fifty and when you look at against the schedule? You could intrigue me a little bit on Penn State at plus six fifty. I did bet their overseason wins and look, right in the middle of that homestand, they have Auburn tonight. Obviously, if they get that, that's a monster win and a very much a statement win. Villanova and then that revenge game against Indiana. If you remember last oh. year, that's where they opened the season in Bloomington, where 
they went for two in overtime. Penn State could have won it in regulation, but the kid didn't go down and went ahead and scored a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Tough to tell him not to score, but that probably is the worst thing for Penn State. Tom Allen went for two. Was Michael Penix down before he reached that ball over the pylon? Uh, I say no, but obviously I have a dog in that fight, (laughs) so of course I'm going to say no, but it was close, and then Penn State, I think, got sent into a tailspin. They started 0-5 and then won their last four games, so that's uh, a big revenge spot. I know revenge is often overused in sports betting, but that's a big revenge spot, I think, for Penn State before they potentially go to Iowa. They have those two road games in October, Iowa and Ohio State. They'll be favored in pretty much all their games in November. So I would be a little bit interested in Penn State at that price. But it's stunning when you say you look back just a year ago and you start off Mm 0-5, right? And James Franklin since then, we're running the table, right? That week one win at Wisconsin, they're getting six points uh, and win the game outright. It was a close game, right? It was a, a mud fight there and a, kind of a rock fight there in Wisconsin. But when you get over that, and now you look at the rest of the way, to your point, they're going to be favored in most of these games and not named Ohio State. It's a really good football team. And again, Auburn is a big test tonight. We're going to talk a lot about that game as the show goes on today. But at plus 650, I like the value better than yeah. I do at Iowa yeah. at plus 550, right? Yeah, even though Iowa's going to host that game on October 9th, certainly I still think Penn State is just a little bit more of a talented team. And uh, I'm just a little bit higher on them. I think now tonight we're going to have to see because Sean Clifford, it's still kind of a new offense here with Mike Yurcich as the new offensive coordinator in State College. So Sean Clifford, I believe, is on his fifth offensive coordinator in five years. Okay, I'm going to, we got to talk very quickly about Michigan because they are laying out Northern Illinois, 56 to three today. I know it's Northern Illinois. You're going, who cares? Mm -hmm. Well, here's why I care because right now Michigan 12 to one, Okay, if you really want to go with a long shot here in the Big Ten, uh, I think the fighting Harbaugh's are showing that they've got some fight. They've got an offense this year, right? So all of a sudden, if they can stop people, and so far so good, they shut down Washington. I know it's Washington, Western Michigan. They've overachieved, according to the odds makers, so far through three weeks if this holds today against Northern, which it looks like they're going to cover relatively easily. Wes, all of a sudden... The fight in Harbaugh is at 12 to 1. Are you buying in or are you selling or are you holding? I am holding. Now, I think that that in terms of a number value, I think it's probably going to continue to decline. So if you want to buy and like beat the closing number, not necessarily the cash the ticket, right. this might be the time to buy because look, you get Rutgers at home. Then you go to Wisconsin. Now, that's going to be the potential trip-up game because I think they'd be favored at Nebraska, even though Nebraska hanging in with Oklahoma right now near the end of the third quarter. Northwestern at home. At Michigan State, that's a revenge spot. Of course, Mel Tucker beat Jim Harbaugh in his first year up in East Lansing Mm -hmm. with a really down talent-wise Michigan State team. Indiana, a little bit of a revenge spot because the Hoosiers got them last year. Then, obviously, it's backloaded at Penn State, at Maryland, and then Ohio State at home. So, if you want to get the better of the number, I would certainly certainly go now. And, by the way, let's update that score on Michigan. 63-3 to now over Northern Illinois. And the thing that's a little bit of a concern for Michigan is that Cade McNamara really hasn't had to make a lot of passing plays because if you look at what they're doing today, Michigan, 35 carries, 312 yards on the ground. That's nine yards a carry. They ran the ball well against Washington last week as well. They're playing old school football. They're lining up and they're stronger at the line of scrimmage right now. You know Jim Harbaugh loves Mm -hmm. this style. Now look, that's a Big Ten style. Is it going to translate against Ohio State? 
with their offense. We'll find out if they can hold on both lines of scrimmage. And you go, where are the pitfalls for Michigan? They're everywhere. Because yes. every time that I believe and buy in on the fight in Harbs, they always seem to let me down. Right. So far, so good. Looks like they're going to go 3-0 and ATS and 3-0 and uh, to open up this season. So, again, to Wes's point, if you're a believer – in the maize and blue, 12 to 1 is probably going to be the best number that you get. You better get it now because it's not going to be there tomorrow. Much more to get to. Yeah, we're just cranking it up here on a college football Saturday. It is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. The new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds here with you betting across America. And, Wes, we do have some interesting games going on very quickly. Michigan State still with that three-point lead at Miami. But you look up, Nebraska gets a touchdown against OU. Extra point blocked. Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma runs it back for two. So instead of being down four, they're down seven at 16-9. to But they are still hanging in there. Yeah, I'll start with Michigan State here. Now into Miami territory, middle of the third quarter, 10-7. Now Sparty for the first time. Favorites going forward, minus 165 wow. on the money line, minus two and a half with some big. And I got to feel like I'm on the dead wrong side here. I thought Miami was a good buy low spot. Michigan State really hadn't proven anything to me in the first two games, beating a Northwestern team that was obviously down in terms of personnel returning. Mm -hmm. Only four starters, starters on each side of the ball. And the fact that they had some of the lowest returning production. So Michigan State went in there and beat them, beat Youngstown State. I thought this was by low for Miami, maybe not low enough because the game's down 10 to seven middle of the third quarter. We do have one game at halftime. I know we previewed earlier in the program and that was Minnesota, Colorado, Minnesota up 13 to nothing. So starting to see pick them for the second half and the total at 23, 22 and a half for the second half. Minnesota has 225 yards, but so it's not that the Buffs defense, I think has been bad. They've been on the field a lot because Colorado seven total yards. In terms of offense, minus 27 on the rushing yards, taking a couple big sacks. So we talked about that with Pritch earlier in the show. Darren Chivarini, the new offensive coordinator, is trying to find an identity. They clearly have not uh, found one because P.J. Fleck guys up 13 to nothing at the half. And you liked uh, a small lean to the under looking really good right now because Colorado's offense non-existent down 13 zip. And then I'll go to Nebraska, Oklahoma. We are now in the fourth quarter, and you mentioned touchdown Nebraska, but the extra point blocked and run back for a deuce the other way. So now Oklahoma minus 13 and a half on the in-play at BetMGM. 38 and a half, heavily juiced to the over, though, at about 150. So Oklahoma now on the Nebraska side of the field trying to go up two touchdowns. Yeah, it's just amazing how close. And you look at it here, 13 and a half, as Oklahoma's down around the 20 right now. So, again, that's going to change here very quickly. But they've hung in there. Let's see if they can finish this off, at least if you're a Nebraska backer and you took the points today. And, again, a live update 
13 and a half. That's precarious because it's only a seven-point lead right now, and Oklahoma is driving. Let's talk a little bit about SMU and La Tech today. And you look at SMU, the Mustangs coming in here undefeated at 2-0. and A lot of points expected in this one, and they're laying a, big, a pretty big number here, sizable number on the road. What do you make of SMU in this tilt today? Yeah, SMU still running that air raid, that modified air raid under Sonny Dykes. And no matter who the coordinator is, who the quarterback is, they found a way to uh, to put up points. Neither team last week, when you look at their results, SMU, I think, barely got the cover at the end, but they, 35 to 12, they were laying 22 and a half, so they covered by the hook over North Texas, but only had a 537 to 506 yard edge against North Texas. Meanwhile, Louisiana Tech actually got outgained by Southeast Louisiana by about 150 yards, plus two in the turnovers, got a pick six, a wild game. It was 45 to 42 <laughs> over FCS Southeast Louisiana. So, uh, you know, if I could get, if I would have able, been able to get two touchdowns, I certainly would have preferred Louisiana Tech really in this spot, <laughs> but I am not going to be able to get that. But Skip Holtz has always been better as an underdog, really, yeah. at Louisiana Tech. So, you know, that would be the side I would look to if I was getting the number, but I am not getting the number necessarily here with SMU and Louisiana Tech. And speaking of uh, not getting the number, that would be the Miami Hurricanes oh. now down double digits, 17 to 7. Sparty into the end zone, about seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. Michigan State minus three and a half at BetMGM, 43 and a half the current in game total. Yeah, not good right now in the state of Florida. Again, we'll talk about Florida State later on when they take on Wake Forest, but right now, not looking good for the Canes down 10. At home. Uh, I also did want to talk about Baylor and Kansas. Kansas, early on in this year, it's Kansas football, right? You just play against Kansas football. You feel like you're going to do okay. Maybe this year, uh, it could be a little bit different. Now, they're getting 18 at home against the Bears here, and the over-under low total there at 49.5 here at BetMGM. What do you make of this Kansas football team? Are, are they good enough to hang in against the big favorite on the road in the Baylor Bears? I, I don't know. I think they were good early in the first half against Coastal Carolina and then just kind of ran out of gas as uh, Coastal was able to put away. The number looks right here. Baylor is an improved team. Yes. And I know a lot of the Big 12 guys that we talked to on here on Visa and said, hey, watch out for this Baylor team in Dave Aranda's second year. They had a lot of, and, and they weren't exclusive, obviously, having a lot of COVID concerns and a lot of game cancellations and really stopping and starting the momentum there, uh, what happened with Baylor last year. But if you look, 2-0 this season, plus 34 in terms of the points per game, plus 292 yards per game on the season in their first two games. They look better under Dave Aranda, who, of course, came over. He was the LSU you defensive think coordinator. You think of Aranda, yeah, yeah, he was on that Ed Orgeron staff yeah. that won the national championship. And now... I think starting to build Baylor again, and Baylor has been built before, of course, uh, Art Bryles, and yes. then it was Matt Rule. So when they've gone down, it's been a program that you can rebuild here. Kansas, I do think, is outclassed here, but I think 18 is the right number. Uh, because of Aranda, because of the defense, is there a, a lean towards the under here, or do you think this number might be a little bit short? Because 49 and a half, again, they're kind of double dogging yeah. you to take the over. Yeah. But again, I think the number we're getting right now, 49 and a half at last check. So. This is going to be a leave it alone for me. Oh, we talked a lot about Alabama. Again, the first real true road test today for Bryce Young and company is that offense goes to Florida uh, to take on the Gators. And again, last look here, uh, BetMGM, it was 14, and I believe that's still holding right now at that number. But that is a downtick because it was 14 and a half, 15 in some spots earlier this week. So they've got about an hour to go before kickoff there. Uh, we do expect points. 
And if you want to play that over, it's a big number. you got to lay there at 60. As we get closer and closer to kickoff, Wes, any change in your thought process here, or does it still feel like the respect for Florida is warranted? I think the respect is there, but you're looking at the number where this is going to close. This is pretty much 14 across the board, too. And we know on game day, especially casual bettors, are going to want to lay Alabama. Right. So I would expect that maybe this is going to close a little north of 14, 14 and a half, 15, maybe closer to where it opened during the week because some betting groups came in on the Gators at 15 and also at 15 and a half. Uh, you look, Alabama always is price of the moon, but in terms of laying 21 or less points, I think they're 19 and 12 ATS, their last 31. That's actually a pretty darn good number it is. when you're laying these huge prices like Alabama is pretty much every single week. So, you know, once you get closer to game time here and we're about an hour, a little less than an hour away, this is going to close probably 14 and a half or 15. I think it's about right. I'm kind of hanging out and seeing what I could find in game. I thought that this was about right. I understand the respect for Florida, though, because they look like they're, you know, very explosive offensively. And you look at their running, they've been running for almost 400 yards a game, but this is a big step up in class against an Alabama defense that's only allowing 68 per game. And I know everybody is thinking that we're going to get points, right? Mm -hmm. That's why it's at 60. But you've made this this point throughout the show today. This is a really good Alabama defense. No, their defense has not been great in recent years, right? This feels like a throwback Nick Saban defense here. Would you be a little bit, shall I say, leery of playing the over here? Because, again, we're just expecting a ton of ton of points today in Florida, but that Alabama defense does travel. Yeah, now it's moved about three and a half points. Currently 60 at BetMGM, seeing some 60 and a half in the market. But this open 57 and a half. So it's been bet up. Yeah, I would be more inclined to be on the under than on the over. I think that this is a massive upgrade for Florida in terms of defenses. They're not going to be able to just roll through these guys like they did against South Florida, like they did against Florida Atlantic. Uh, Might be able to, uh, you know, get some stops here. Maybe Alabama not going to be as potent because obviously this is very early with the new quarterback in Bryce Young. Also a new offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien, who I think wants to run a little bit more of a pro-style type of offense instead of, uh, you know, a lot of of zone read and mixing that in, even though Bryce Young has that ability. I think he wants to be more of a pocket passer, kind of a conventional offense type of team. Yeah, we'll find out if there's any surprises there. I think maybe the biggest surprise so far we've seen today is Pittsburgh right now still tied up with Western Michigan. Remember, they were a two-touchdown favorite Mm -hmm. coming in here at home. So we'll see if Pittsburgh can hold on there. Uh, Sparty's up 10 on Miami, and Oklahoma has just scored again against Nebraska. So they're now up 14 on Big Red. And Cincinnati, by the way, now 17 unanswered. They have finally taken the lead with about six minutes left to go. In the third quarter, we talked about the momentum switches. Michael Penix, two interceptions. Micah McFadden, their middle linebacker, the leader of that defense, ejected already for Indiana for targeting. So now 17 to 14, Bearcats minus three and a half, plus a dollar 35. So with the hook, heavy juice to the Indiana side, 46 and a half. Now the current in game total, Bearcats minus two and a quarter on the money line. Plus 175 if you like the Hoosiers, but Bearcats certainly with the momentum right now. And that's why in-game wagering can be such a wild ride. Remember, again, it was four and a half at some places, Bet MGM closing line. And then at one point when it was 14-0 Indiana, uh, they, were, they were getting six and a half points. So it is flipped back and forth. Don't go anywhere. We got you covered. Just getting cranked up on a college football Saturday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
betting on baseball this summer? Step up your game with complete data and analysis on vcin.com. Our experts track all the games on the schedule, and we have in-depth data on... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. Olympics. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VEASAN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team simply scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for all the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VEASAN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross here with you alongside Wes Reynolds here betting across America. It is a pleasure to have Scott Seidenberg join us here. Of course, you watch him Every night, Monday through Friday, the host of The Look Ahead. Scott, I got to ask you, first and foremost, it's late for some people. It feels early for you. How's the show going so far? <laughs> so far, so good. Week one in the books. And you know what, guys? They've asked me to come back for another week. <laughs> That's always a good sign, Scott. That's what we do, man. Get through a week. It's like, okay, am I? And we look and we're see that back. email. Are we on the schedule for next week? So go. if we're on that schedule, a good sign, certainly. And Scott, what are you looking for tonight here as we now, obviously, the uh, afternoon wave is getting underway. What are you really keeping your eye on tonight in college football? Well, I got to see how they play out. And then, of course, obviously, the primetime game that everyone's going to be watching is that Penn State-Auburn mm-hmm. whiteout game, which Auburn's going to be uh, countering by wearing all white of their own. Oh. The bold strategy. So <laughs> it might look like an Auburn uh, home game with the crowd and with their jerseys, but it's certainly going to be an incredible atmosphere there at Happy Valley. So, yeah, just focused on my plays coming up soon, and then, yeah, just going to glue myself to the TV for that game tonight. Scott, one of your plays we actually share a side on, and that's going to start here at 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern. The Arkansas Razorbacks, who I thought were in a buy-low spot against Texas last week, and absolutely a no-doubter, a clear win over their rival Texas Longhorns. But now you get Georgia Southern. You've got that sandwich spot, by the way, with Texas A&M coming in next week. And A&M, by the way, up 34 to nothing midway through the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter on New Mexico, still shutting them out. Still the spread, though, for those of us that laid that big spread with A&M in play. But I'm on Georgia Southern as well here against Arkansas. What say you on this game on the Eagles? Yeah, I think it's just a dangerous spot, as you mentioned, the sandwich spot for Arkansas coming off the emotional high of rushing the field against Texas. And this is a huge matchup next week against Texas A&M. It's going to be nationally televised on CBS. It's at AT AT&T Stadium, you know, Jerry's World. So the national focus is going to be on that game next week. It's reasonable to expect the team to come out and not only say lay an egg, but just cruise to a win here over a Georgia Southern team that is still trying to figure out who they are. But the big thing for me in this game is that it's a stylistic mismatch. Mm. Georgia Southern is a triple option team, and it's very difficult to prepare for the triple option. Now, Sam Pittman this week said that Arkansas spent time going over this in the offseason, but as I I wrote on vcin.com, it's one thing to kind of have your players try and run somebody else's offense, and it's another thing going up against a team that that's their bread and butter. And speaking of their bread and butter, they get back Georgia Southern, their starting quarterback this game, junior Justin Tomlin. He hasn't played yet this season because he was suspended for the first two games of the year for an academic suspension. 
So now that he's back under center running this offense, you're going to see the offense run a lot more smoothly than it did in the first two games for the Eagles. So the triple option offense with Tomlin back, who averaged 5.6 yards per carry in his career, going up against a team that might not be interested in playing this game. Uh, I think this is a great spot for Georgia Southern to uh, keep this one close. And when it's a high spread, like 23 and a half, the back door is always open, guys. I mean, this <laughs> mm-hmm. has a chance to be a 30-point game in the fourth quarter, and then Georgia Southern scores a meaningless touchdown and loses the game by 23. I mean, that's all you're really asking for, right, when it comes to a 23-and-a-half-point spread. But I think this will be closer than people think. Scott Seidenberg from VSIN's The Look Ahead is our guest. One quick update here. Indiana had taken the lead back from Cincinnati. That lead was very short-lived. Trey Tucker, 99-yard kickoff return to the house now 23 to 21 so uh your under was the under was fun was while good. it was lasted uh there in bloomington but uh, it may not last for very much longer bearcats by the way do miss the extra point so indiana still within the number 341 left to go in the third quarter bearcats minus two dollars on the money line plus 155 for the hoosiers updated total now 57 and a half days. scott this is what i've got to deal with here when i've got an alum next to me here living and dying <laughs> with indiana football here scott and of course you should follow Scott at Scott's on air on Twitter as I do. I do want to talk about the Mississippi State and Memphis game here, and I know you've got a lean here that you like, Scott. What do you see when you look at this this matchup? Yeah, not only do I think Memphis covers, I think Memphis wins this one outright. Uh, their offense has just been on fire this year. Ninety-seven points in two games combined. They average well over six hundred yards per game. Freshman quarterback Seth Hennigan wasn't supposed to be the starter this year. It was supposed to be Arizona State transfer Grant Cannell. But Hennigan started the year because of injury, and he's not letting go of this job. You know, Ryan Silverfield <laughs> said that this is Hennigan's job right now because that's how good this kid has been. And, you know, when it comes to Memphis, they're a breeding ground for coaches. We know, right? Justin Fuente, Mike Norvell, now Ryan Silverfield, probably going to get a big-time offer at the end of this season or maybe next year. But yet no one talks about this Memphis program as a legit football program. When Big 12 expansion was – the big topic, they weren't even considered. Mm. And people around this program are taking it personally. Uh, you, you listen to the press conferences, you read the interviews that were going on the past couple of weeks, and everyone's saying the right thing when it comes to this matchup against Mississippi State. And look, they just might have to be the sacrificial lamb because Memphis is looking at this matchup as a game against the SEC, not a game against Mississippi State. So they're out to prove something here against a team from a bigger conference. And when you look at the fact that Mississippi State has not been the traditional Mike Leach offense so far this year, they're not scoring a ton of points uh, defensively. They're they're never going to be known for uh, their defense. They got a couple of turnovers last week. But Memphis at home as an underdog in these spots traditionally has been very, very successful. Six and one against the spread at home against SEC opponents with winning records. And I just think this is a dangerous spot for Mississippi State, who's not a great team, but Memphis hungry, playing with pride at the Liberty Bowl. Not only do I think they cover, I think they win this one outright. Guys. That might be the way I have to play that, Scott, because I feel like I'm a little late to the party on the total, which opened 58 and a half. This Memphis team. They did win, but they gave up 680 yards to Arkansas State last week. (laughs) Mississippi State 
We know this air this air raid that Mike Leach likes to run. Will Rogers seems to be a better fit than the kid uh, Costello, mm-hmm. who was the transfer from Stanford last year, completing seventy five percent of the passes. But Memphis got a good offense of their own, forty nine points a game. So. You know, five-point move, I don't like to chase it, but I can only be on the over at this standpoint. And, Scott, I love your thought process here, right, that it is against the SEC, that that's the way Memphis is playing this game. They've got a little bit of pride here to say, don't forget about us. This is a way we can make a name for ourselves. And, again, we expect a lot of points tonight, but I'm with you. It feels like if you're a Memphis backer, take that money line. That still feels like the right player plus 135, right? Yeah, look, I I got it at three and a half, and I got it at the money line because, you know, three and a half I thought was a great number. When it went down to three, I was like, money line's the way to go. And I got the money line at plus 150, so I'm happy about that. Uh, And I just think, you know, yes, the defense did give up a ton of points against Arkansas State, but a lot of those came later in the game when Justin Blackman uh, took over at quarterback for Arkansas State, which uh, James Blackman, which he should have been playing from the get-go, the former (laughs) Florida State quarterback. I have no idea. What, what Butch Jones was thinking, I have no idea why this kid, because I had Arkansas State last week. That was one of my plays, guys, and they backdoored the cover for me. Uh, if Blackman plays the entire game, Arkansas State probably wins that, because if you look at the way the offense moved in the third, in the he came in with like six minutes left in the third quarter. If you look at the possessions from that moment on through the fourth quarter, Arkansas State was a much different offense, which is uh, why I'd keep an eye on Arkansas State against Washington today if Blackman does get the start. Uh, they're certainly live dogs at plus 17 as well. But, yeah, I think this Memphis team, they're going to score a lot. Sure, Mississippi State will probably score too. The over <laughs> is definitely going to be the, the likely outcome here. But I'm, I'm really just looking for Memphis to pull the upset at home. Yeah, great information as, as always from Scott Seidenberg. You can check him out, the host of The Look Ahead, Mondays through Friday, right here on VEASAN at 1 a.m. Scott, enjoy the plays, and then just watch Auburn and Penn State and relax. Thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Thanks, Scott. And uh, very quickly, an update. Purdue on the board first at Notre Dame 3-0. So, again, if you took the Boilers plus 7.5 pre-flop, you're feeling good about that. We'll get you some updated adjusted lines as we go. We're not going anywhere. We are betting across America. Wes Reynolds, Dave Ross, come on back with us. We're back in just a little bit. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy hundred bucks. Register using promo... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.